Hey everybody, welcome to the hairdresser and the professor podcast. I'm Diana. I'm a salon owner for the last 25 years. And I'm Elena, a chemistry college professor. We're two women who have never met in person and have connected only through social media. I'm just saying goodbye to my forties. I'm just saying hello to my thirties. I'm from California. I live in Missouri, but I'm originally from Colombia. We are both enjoying our second marriage. We're stepmoms, biological moms, and I'm an adoptive mom. Together, we encompass modern blended motherhood. We both have four-year-olds and teens. We both deal with some anxiety and we both manage it with body movement. We both love to chase down joy and have fun. That's right. We've both gone through dark times when it comes to not being able to accept ourselves or our bodies. We both believe in loving our bodies where they're at today. To sum it up, we're women struggling, striving while navigating this complex and beautiful gift of life. So we're hopping on the mic on Wednesdays to lift you up midweek with vulnerability, honesty, and a dose of mom humor and motivation. Welcome to the hairdresser and professor podcast. Okay. 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 And then you see how it goes for you and see if taking some of that pressure off makes you feel better because the last thing we want to do is make it something that's just like, you know, (laughs) like messing with you right yeah you're so awesome i i have been sleeping better like literally the sleeping past my peak time like i still open my eyes see the time and i go back to sleep and wake up at 5 a.m or or at whatever time that i'm setting an alarm so i'm being woken up by an alarm instead of not being able to go back to sleep so it's been a week and a half of being able to sleep better. And that already feels, I feel like myself. Because I had sleep not is so necessary. I was yeah. not sleeping. I think I was getting about maybe like two, three, three hours of sleep. Yeah. So let's go, let's go back. So tell me the reason again, why you are waking up. Or, I mean, I think what people don't, we haven't talked about is that we both lost you lost a child and I lost a pregnancy at 17 weeks. So with, and that's obviously something we can talk about later. Um, but for our purposes right now, um, I think that it is really important to cover and let people know that, that part of your story, um, that we talked about last time. So you said you were waking up at a certain time. I wake up. Yes. So for the last eight years of my life, I've wake up at 3.30 a.m. on the dot every day. And mm-hmm. I my eyes open and I'm very aware. And the reason I know it started um, soon after delivering my firstborn. His name is mm-hmm. Emmanuel. And mm-hmm. he I started active delivery at around 3.30. And then he was born at 5.30, 5.40. I don't remember the exact time, but mm-hmm. that's when I started going into like hardcore labor and pushing and, and um, so active labor. And uh, so well, many years down the, the road, so many years down the road, it's one of those things that troubles you because you still wake up at that time. And it's like a I trigger do. for you. I do. It's a, it's a huge trigger. So no matter what I wake up. Now, over the years, I got used to it to the point Mm -hmm. that I just would bring awareness um, Mm -hmm. for the first few years. I would talk to him. And of course, it would it would be challenging for me to go back to sleep. 
But then as things with my mental health balance out, I can tell that I'm in a healthier state because I can go back to sleep. Like I literally go back and I can close my eyes and I can fall asleep again. But probably for the last um, June and August, all of June, August, oh gosh, it was August, September. So last June, August, September, it's been really challenging for me to go back to sleep. So I have no trouble going to bed. I can, Mm -hmm. if I say it's time for me to go to bed, I go to bed, I close my eyes, but then I will wake up. Um, But then in the whole month of September, I just started waking up earlier. So it was like midnight, then go back to sleep, 2 a.m., then Mm -hmm. fall back asleep, 3.30. And then after Mm -hmm. 3.30, I was wide alert and I could not go back to sleep. So it made it to where for, for several weeks, I was just only sleeping a few hours. And yeah. part of that was just a lot of stress and it was just hard. It is very hard for me to pinpoint what is the stressor in my life? Because if I could, I could just like grab it and remove it. Right. But, uh, but the lack of sleep made it to where I, uh, and then the ripple effect that it's had um, in my mental health, it's made it to where I'm taking medicine mm-hmm. um, and it's an antidepressant that is meant to help with the sleep first and then in a few weeks because I've only been taking it for over a week uh, it was a week um, about three days ago that I mm-hmm. so so about 10 days now you've had about it. 10 days mm-hmm. so I still have about another 10 more days to feel the antidepressant effect fully mm-hmm. but the sleep just fixed right away almost yeah so I can I still wake up I think the trauma is just so deep that it can't like of course nothing yeah. knocks it out so I still open right. my eyes I've I'm tempted to not look at the clock like somebody would say yeah. well, why, why are you still looking at the clock I don't know I just do I just I'm not that aware <laughs> so I just yeah. tap on on whatever my watch or my clock my and it's it's the time but right. then I roll over and I keep sleeping now I can see you I can see you as a star of a movie at like my son's my son is into cinema and creating cinema and filming and all that stuff. And so I can see you like, you know, the camera on your face and then you turn and then the camera's on the clock. And it's like, this happens night after night after night. And it's like, at some point you're like, I need help. Right. And I'm sure your husband is like, you need help. That's, that's probably where, where he really got, it was just because it's make me, it, it got to where well, there's other things that have happened, but it became, it's never been between us, uh, making our relationship harder, making me harder to be around mm-hmm. more snappy. I would say the way. Oh, snappy. of course. I mean, you know? when you have, okay. So you have two teenagers, a little girl, all the demands, all the sports, all the dance classes, the school, the lunches to pack all that stuff. And then you're a professor at a college. So you have a class and people depending on you and tests you have yeah. to give and all that stuff. And then you're a, a beach body coach, right? I so am. you have clients that you're helping out. So that's a, those are a lot of marks to hit and there's nothing wrong with that. I like high achieving too, but it's very hard to be a high achiever with very little sleep. So I think so. And then it got to a point in which, uh, I am the kind of person, I don't know. I think there's two types of people. There's the type of people that have 
the 3,000, 9,099 little notifications on their thing and they're completely fine with it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Then there is those like me that if you have five, you feel like you're falling short or whatever you're doing, Mm -hmm. right? So I answer to emails promptly. I answer to texts promptly. I ask, I, that, that's the normal me. Well, the lack of sleep me had over 93 emails from work that she had not replied. Mm-hmm. It has, she had text messages that she doesn't get back to people with. It's been uh, commitments that I was following and, I, and it wasn't mm-hmm. even intentional. So I think that the wake up call for me was I'm falling short on everything, everything. Mm-hmm. started to to feel like he was crumbling and I was like if I continue to go at this rate uh what if I lose my job what if my yeah. if my relationship with my husband becomes more stranded what if my relationship with my stepkids because that's the thing as a stepmom because I'm a stepmom you're a stepmom too mm-hmm. as a stepmom you really have to be like at your best mentally because if <laughs> not you can't put up with other people's kids period like like with yeah, my daughter. Well, at minimum, she, you need sleep. At the minimum, you've got to at least be having sleep if you're going to put up I with know, other people's because kids. I'm like, um, how this is just not working. I am not being more patient. I am just starting to say I need to, to cut something out. But mm-hmm. then when I'm trying to cut something out, I don't know. I know it's going to sound mean, but then it's like, well, I'm just going to stop doing so many things for my stepkids. Like that would be one of my right. go to. Or I are feeling, I was starting to feel more resentful of the things that I had to do and the, the lack of gratitude because a lot of things go without being, oh, for sure. Appreciated. Yeah. And as a mom that happens as a step mom, it's just a little bit harder because you still feel like since it's an option or since it's a choice that, that it should be appreciated. Like it's not just a given, right? Um, right. As a, as a, it's also your first time raising a teenager. So, like I've raised an, a boy who's twenty, and he went through his periods where he's very ungrateful. It's all about him, his ego. You know, it's all about what he needed. If you weren't doing something, working towards what he needed, or listening to what he wanted to listen to, and he's turned that corner since then. But that's very much. I mean, that's why God gives us these tiny babies who are cute and adorable and so needy is because you bond to them and they're, you know, like he's my baby still in my mind, but I understand about that because I have other children that I'm raising that I didn't have them when they were babies. And so you have to fight for that. You have to fight for that. And it's not, it's, it's our responsibility. We signed up for it. It's not the kid's responsibility to be grateful. You know, they didn't choose you, you chose them. So, but it's hard. I know I I can tell you that we're going through some hard times right now with my stepdaughter and it's dude, it just makes it be more (laughs) rational than emotional. Like, I feel like I'm as a, as with your, with your own kids, you can be a little more emotional first, rational second, right? With my stepkids, I become very rational first and emotional second. Like just yesterday, I, I don't know, there's nothing. It's like little pet peeves of me. It's that I'm doing something for you and you're texting me upset about how I'm doing it or how I'm not doing it. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm not going to do it anymore. Um, which is just as simple as like, I'm going to 
I know this is how I know I'm not in my best mental mm-hmm. health, emotional health. It's the practice ends any be anywhere between four and six p.m. and I keep getting the text message practice done. So I get home, my daughter gets home at four, so we can't plan anything because. I do not know what time am I going to come pick you up. So if I'm already putting everything on hold and you're just all upset about me not jumping out into the car, as soon as you text me, I'm done. Then And you start calling me five times. I'm like, not even going to pick up the phone, but I'm still going to come. And I was upset. And But normally those type of things would not affect yeah. me. But I've been a lot more edgy um so yeah. I said I'm not gonna give you any more rights so you gotta figure it out that was the upset yeah. me then the kid sends me a text message today and said he's taking this wood workshop uh wood workshop is that what it's called Shop. uh class workshop class Shop. yeah and uh he made me a pen and he made me cry oh <laughs> because he yeah. made me a pen and he sent me the picture and he said like and I know that he has been making that ahead of time like it's not like yeah. he just made it today but he's chose to send me the picture today of what he made for me and that was just waterfalls the humbling yeah. like yeah. um knowing you that- know you are having this is like your armor this the 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 armor that we use to get through these hard times, whether they're our own kids or whatever, are things like self-care, exercise, and sleep. So I think it's so good that you helped yourself and got to a place where you're actually at least getting sleep. I mean, that's the I first step. Sleep. And I and I feel like mm-hmm. I slowly will get to, to the prime because I think I underestimated so much what exercise was doing. And I have not stopped exercising. I have not stopped caring for my body but the sleep just felt like it will come it will come and then it's a big piece of time just real affected so much yeah so right now i'm like if anybody were to ask me where do i start girl look at your sleep are you sleeping enough yeah (laughs) and then a lot of people will say well i can't i have little kids i'm like no find a way to sleep i don't know i sleep it's just um you got to get some Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in to the hairdresser and the professor podcast. Elena and I can be found on Instagram under that same name. And we just want to say thanks so much for tuning in. It means a lot to us to have a vulnerable place to share and tell the truth and find answers from each other and you guys. So please reach out. We'd love to hear from you and we'll see you next Wednesday.